1: have a breath to breathe or an eye to blink without him. He is everything. There is nothing else going on. There's nothing else going on. Once we know that, we'll start paying attention. Lord Jesus, we thank you for saving us, for delivering us, and then filling us with the Holy Ghost, and then opening up God's good plan for our life, and bringing things in, and taking stuff out, maneuvering, and turning, and oh, We're at the right place at the right time. Lord, we are surrounded by the angels. We cannot fail. We cannot fail. You will not deny yourself and we cannot fail. So Lord, we gather in this place to celebrate the King of Kings. And we come into this place to be with the saints because two is better than one. We come into this place, oh Lord, for you to feed us, to encourage us so that we'll always win in every single battle. And we give you thanks, Lord, for being here with us in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, if y'all can stand it, you can sit down. Hallelujah. The pastor pastor said I had uh, I had till 8.00, so I'm NASCAR tonight. <laughs> I'm Michael Billings. I'm from River Church in Tuscaloosa. This is my sweet wife, Deborah Ann, and this is her daughter, Wendy, uh, Rebecca, and we have come. And then... Uh, Big Bridges is back in the nursery, Hallelujah! So we're going to let him stay back there until the until the monitor comes on. Then Pastor's going back, Hallelujah! (laughs) Amen. Well, I don't have much time, but I I, what I want to do tonight, I I practically ask if I could come tonight uh, because we haven't had Wednesday night church at our service all of July and August because uh, we have got a new property. And we have just been, we moved in with the Nazarene Church, the South Tuscaloosa Church of the Nazarene. And they they only meet in their chapel and they had all this other room. And so we said, could we? And they said, we, you should. So we did. And uh, its we actually moved in and said, we'll pay all the utilities, which is what we were paying at the other place, plus rent. So it was just a great deal. Jesus is helping us so much. So I wasn't doing anything tonight and I wanted to come over and be with y'all. Now that's the truth. I, it's not, I'm not exalting me, but I want to add to what Pastor has. This is my best friend in the, in the non-marital sense. And so, uh, I always, he always helps me. He's helped me. He's pulled me out. He's, he's pulled on. Yes, he has. So I, I always want to be a blessing to him. So I asked if I could come and he, uh, he, after $20, he said I could. Praise God. <laughs> so, you know, you do what you got to do to get a place to preach. Hallelujah. So let's go right to it tonight because I I know you've come for the word. And uh, well let's go to Matthew chapter 14. Now, I am understanding the kingdom uh, better and better all the time, just like you are. And I wish I had some years back to have a redo, to have a jerky back where you could uh, go back and do some things over. I understand that church is an anomaly to a lot of people. And it may be even to you because you may have been like I was. I went to high school and I sat through a lot of classes that I said... In the class, I will never use this mess. This is not going to help my life. But I was stuck. I had parents that you know had control over my life and all that. And then I went to college and all that sort of stuff. Well, I was really bored with that. I went to a calculus class, and after the first serve, after the first uh, lesson or whatever he did, he said, "Now that's review. Next week we're going to get into it." And I didn't understand. It was Greek and Arabic and all that. So I dropped. I've been to a lot of classes where it was useless to be there. And people have equated that to church. They've said, you know, I I got better things to do. Well, in some churches, that's absolutely true. If you're going to get doubt and unbelief poured in, if you're going to get somebody to affirm what you already know, that the world's crazy, the devil's big, you know, and all that sort of stuff. But that's not the case here. And so wisdom has to prevail. Discretion has to watch over us. We have to know. I've been burned. I've I've been in a car wreck, but I keep driving. I've been, you know, I took a bad, I got the uh, food poisoning one time, but, you know, I've already been back to that restaurant and just tanked up. So we're all that way. We cannot, you know, we all have a story. Does anybody have a story in here? Some preacher, some elder, some Christian, some doodle dog just came into our life and wrecked everything, and we want to quit God. But Jesus never did flinch. He was good all the way. So we have to, we have to say, I need input in my life. I gotta have something. I I can't make it on my own. I've seen all of y'all. I've seen all of me. I'm not that good by myself. I've road tested me, and it didn't turn out that well. And I've had good people come into my life and change everything. And you just got so many years. I'm 65, and so you know I'm 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 halfway, almost. Ha- yeah, I'm right at halfway, I guess. But anyway, I want to do better, and so I know y'all do. So just because you've been burned doesn't mean this is a place to get scorched. It may not be. You know, I've gone home before and said, you know. I somehow I just didn't connect with that, but it's just this hand. I usually get it, and Pastor, I've been with him a long time. He gets it, and even if you catch him on and off or this or that, and he you know or whatever, and because it's not usually him anyway, it's always something else. You know, it could be us that missed it. You know, when we say, "Well, church wasn't much tonight," well, it could be that you wasn't much tonight. But anyway, we, we just have to say, well, the Lord, I connected with him, and something happened tonight that's gonna to be worth my time, because I cannot I can't outgive out God. So in Matthew chapter 14, let's let's get this let's get the kingdom indexed. This is all we want to do is index the kingdom. I'm not gonna tell you to wear your skirt skirt lower or your your nobody wants to talk about sin. You know what sin is. I know what sin is. I'm telling you yesterday I sinned. I told Deborah about it today. We had this big project. I had $300 worth of knick-knacky stuff to take back to Lowe's. That's a lot of little doorknobs. And I was in the line, and we got to the last thing, and I gave her a six-hook metal uh, doodle dog thing about that long, and it didn't have screws in it, and it didn't have a, a, a code. And she said, did this have screws with it? And I was tired. And I said this. I said, I don't know. Well, that's a lie straight up. That was just that was just a. Lie. I knew it had screws. Do y'all know that all that stuff comes with screws? Of course we do. And I caught myself in a big ball faced lie. Now it didn't hurt anybody. I took it. I said, Ah, no no code here. Let's put this back in. I'll, I'll put that in my garage. But I I left that place upset with me because I had sold out for my time for my convenience. I had told her I don't know of him. Because she's going to say, if it doesn't have screws, we can't take it. And I was wanting to be done. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And, you know, it didn't bother bother anybody. Lowe's didn't get burned. Uh, She didn't get burned. I didn't get burned. But I sold out for just a little convenience. And I was MAD at me. We got a high bar in the Lord Jesus. And Just because the world's selling cheap, we never will. Because we've paid a big price to get to this day and to be in this way. Big price. Anybody paid a big price? I mean, just over and over. Tens of thousands of dollars of giving and hours and hours and just praying and believing God and standing in the gap and putting on and putting off and just resisting. You can't throw away today because you've got your whole life in today. And you cannot quit. Because it's like everything, the best is yet. You don't cash in until the stuff's done. They don't pay you for the job until you've put the last brick in. And that's the way the kingdom is. So it says here in chapter 14 of Matthew, I love this story, verse 24. You know it so well, but we'll read a few verses. It said, but the ship was now in the midst of the sea. Well, how was the ship? It was tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. Notice that. Everybody, everybody's in the boat, and, and we're having a, hard, having a hard row. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. Wow. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It's a spirit. And they cried out for fear. But straightway, here comes the answer, but straightway Jesus spake to them, saying, Be of good cheer, cheer up, it is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. Well, you know what happened. It was him. Peter said, If it's you, bid me come. What could he do? So what did he say? Come. There was faith in those words. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, well, how many of y'all remember that back in 424, the wind was already boisterous. This wasn't a new thing. We've always said it or played it or preached it like something came up, but it was always there. He just didn't see it because he was in faith. Suddenly, he wasn't in faith. Y'all know what's going on when you're not in faith? Everything's big. The boogeyman is in the room. He was afraid and beginning to sink, he cried, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand, caught him and said to him, O thou little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? And when they were coming to the ship, the wind ceased. Well, hallelujah. I, you'd think, and I would, that Peter would get a break. You'd think that because of the 11 boys still in the boat, playing it safe, wimpy, wimpy, wimpy that Peter would get an attaboy. That's what I'd think. You didn't go all the way, but doggone you got out of the boat and you get an attaboy. And Jesus said, we have a bar around here. We have a place of excellence around here. You've been with me. You know what we do. We walk all the way. We do not quit. And boy, you quit. Wasn't much better than if you didn't get out of the boat if you wasn't going to go all the way. Y'all hear the message of the word of God tonight into your hearts. Okay, so he said, oh, you have little faith, a puny faith, a little faith. So he got in trouble. I want to talk to you tonight about being a water walker. I know that's a common term, and you'll never be a water walker because you can't ask Jesus if that be thou bid me come. And probably nobody else is going to be inspiring enough to you walking on the water to ever say that. So likely you'll never literally be a water walker because we don't have Scripture for it. The reason he walked on the water is because Jesus said, come. Are y'all hearing me? Amen. So, uh, but that's irrelevant. The term water walker means mountain mover or or whatever, it, whatever the other terms in the Bible are. I want to be a water walker. And, and at River Church, we've come to the place, just like y'all, where we moved out of the nursery. And what I mean is, is that uh, our people are strong enough to get anybody born again. Can you say amen? They come in here and pastor says, uh, I want you to get him born again. Looks at, looks at, uh, Michelle, but looks, looks at, uh, uh, Matt and says, take Doodle Doo over there and get him born again. It'll happen. Did y'all hear me? It'll happen. Cause everybody on there, and, and then he'll say, hey, you go over there and get him filled with the Holy Ghost. Boom. He's speaking in tongues. You go over there and get him healed. No problem. We got this down. We know what we're doing. So we're all water walkers now. So we're not talking about little stuff that just, you know, point your finger and say, now quit doing that, and y'all do good and quit doing bad. That's what you get at every church. I've asked all the people that cut my hair and do my lawn, and they say, Yeah, I go to church. What does your preacher preach? Well, he says don't don't be bad, do good, do the best you can, and maybe it'll turn out okay. That's that is the script. Well, how many of y'all you know you'd have an excuse not to go to church if that was the script every week? But that's not so here. We're water walkers. Point yourself and say it. I am, I am a, water a water walker. That's who you are. We're not getting born again around here. We're not getting encouraged to not backslide or to go over the hill. We're not trying to maintain or to keep our place or hold on or survive or cope. We're not. That's not who we are. That's who they are. Because they have no power. But that's not who we are. That's not the investment here at Grace Life. Our investment is to take the land. And so the Word says clearly in Ephesians 4 that pastors are to equip the saints for the work of the ministry for the edifying, the building up, the increase of the body of Christ. That's his job. His job is not another job. It is our job as the church to do what he equips us to do. (laughs) Y'all help me, the clock's ticking, I don't want to go over, but uh, that is it. So um, I, I came to the conclusion in, in my, the, my studies here that to be a water walker, you had to have the exponential in your life, the exponential. And I heard that word from him, he said, I want you to live in the exponential. Well, I knew what an exponential was, it's like 10 to the 5th power, the the five is the exponential, but I didn't know what it meant. It just it meant cr- increase. So I looked up exponential. And it means literally growing or rising or increasing very rapidly or greatly. Let me read it again. Growing or rising or increasing very rapidly or greatly. Well, does that does that sound like what we ought to be doing? It sounds supernatural. It, it doesn't sound like what you're getting down at first church. It doesn't sound like what you got down when you was growing up, but it sounds like water walking, that that Peter was in a moment of time enthused, encouraged to put the thing to the Lord Jesus. In other words, the Lord did. Jesus didn't say, anybody in there want to walk on the water? That's not how it came. Peter said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come. Now, you always got to wonder that if he would have sunk if the other 11 or if just Matthew... Or if just Thomas or just anybody else would have got out with him? Do you think that Peter might have made it if somebody else had got out with him? I'd say there's a high likelihood. If anybody had gone with him, two is better than one. But nobody did. And so he bombed out and got whooped a little bit. But, you know, it's kind of like the astronaut that landed on the moon. Nobody can say they've done what I've done. And Peter was the man. Nobody's ever recorded walking on the water after that. Pretty cool. So this is what the Lord told me last night. I pulled off into my office last night, and he said, he said, the church persuades for the new birth. And I knew what he meant. When we talk to somebody on the job or at work or whatever, we don't tell them, oh, I get my bills paid. You ought to get saved. Oh, I get healed every time. You ought to get saved. No, we persuade them. We tell them about the wonderful uh, Lord Jesus that we serve and the comfort and the peace that he brings. We talk to them about a real hell. We talk to them about a wonderful heaven. We persuade them with all our might. Because if we don't persuade them and they don't have another event, they're going to that hell. Are you all with me there? And so we persuade them. But when we're with believers, we're not persuading believers, and believers tend to get passe, especially if you're going down to, I won't say all those names, but down to First Church, and Second Macedonian, and, and Antioch, and all the churches I passed coming over here. They're not trying to be, uh, they're not trying to persuade their people because they're all born again. Aren't they? What are they trying to, what are we trying to do? We're not trying to persuade you for the abundant life. We are called to demonstrate it. Point yourself and say it with me. Demonstrate it. We can't demonstrate heaven. I'm born again. You want to see some of that? What are you going to do? What are you going to do about I'm born again? I'm, I'm going to demonstrate born again. You can't. You hadn't been to heaven. You didn't see it. You hadn't heard about it. But, you know, if I demonstrate that given, it shall be given to you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, shore, I can demonstrate that. So how do I know I'm going to heaven? Well, I I don't. I've not been. We hadn't road tested that. Don't have any friends that road tested that. But if I road test, bring your tithes into the storehouse, and he does open up the windows of heaven, I can road test that. I can road test, lay hands on the sick and they shall. I can road test that. And if I can believe that, and it's in here, then I have a confidence towards God that when I leave this earth, him and I are joining up. We're meeting at the at the third mansion on Fourth Street or where, wherever. You know, I have a confidence because of what I can demonstrate of that which I cannot. So how are you gonna do that? Well, you can't just be moaning and groaning, divorcing at the same rate of the world, sick as everybody and and broke as a as as Ned's cat house cat. You can't you can't be like the world and demonstrate. Just want you to let you know I'm spirit filled. I'm full of the Holy Ghost and the word of God is my anchor. And I'm just like you. Somehow somebody's going to see through that. Do y'all think? We got to make it work. We got to make it work. You think that the last time you've been challenged, it's when somebody persuaded you to get born again. You think that was the last stop on the whistle? That God's through. Yeah, we got him born again. Yep, yep, yep. Where yep. everybody's good. We're through. Oh, he, he. That was just the latch on the door. We're in now, and he has a high expectation. Let me tell you about Peter again. He said, "Oh, you of little faith, that just walked on the water with your initiative." Oh, you of little faith. He's got a high demand on us. He didn't say, well, y'all got some attaboys going. You know, you've you, you laid hands on a few folks and you've, you've uh, testified to me and you've baptized a few people in the Holy Ghost. That ought to be good enough. I don't think so. I think he's got a high demand on us because to whom is much is given? Much is required. Say much. much. So much has been given. I'm, I'm testifying. I say, Lord Jesus, you've given me much. I, I want to tell him it, it's overflowing. I'm in good shape. But when I say that, then he's going to say, that's right, son. And I expect a, a little flow out. We got flow in. We need flow out. And he's not just sitting there saying, you know, that's good enough, good enough, probably work. It'd be real nice if we compared you to First Church and Macedonian. He's not comparing to this, that, and the other. Now, I've often heard it that in places in Africa, you cannot pastor until you've raised someone from the dead. So, the standard may be the same everywhere, but if it is, we're not living by something that somebody else has been called to. So I'm just stirring you up tonight, because that's what the Word says we're supposed to do, that we get worldly if we don't stay stirred up. If we don't come to church, we get worldly. If we don't read the Word, we get worldly. If we don't pray in the Holy Ghost, shandai. We get worldly, and worldly doesn't do anything. Do you all know those worldly friends? Do you all see those beer cans coming over the fence every week <laughs> into your yard? Yeah, you do. Ecclesiastes says this, because the Bible is full of exponential living. And let me just go through a short little list of it, but you'll get the point. It says in Ecclesiastes 4, I read this to you last time I was here. It says in the Living Bible, two can accomplish more than twice than one. We're talking about exponential living which is growing, rising, increasing rapidly and greatly. I need to. I've looked at my brethren that don't have the Holy Ghost, that aren't inspired, that just regular church, church folks that says, yes, bless God, I'm saved, and I'm, someday we're going to go over the other side, live in the little cabin over the hill, you know, just, just glad they're not going to hell. I've looked at them, and I need more than that in my life to run my course. Do you all have somewhere that God's put a blueprint down in you and said, read this, do this? Oh, it's on all of us. The only reason Paul could say, I've run my race and finished my course is because he had that blueprint and he saw what God expected. It's not endless. It's not like, well, just if you're breathing, you got to do more. There is a finite and determined plan for your life. And when you get to the end of it, you're done. And Paul got to the end of it. He did what God called him to do. Brother Hagin wasn't called to do all the end time stuff and the and he was called to teach my people faith. It was a predetermined course and it had parameters and he knew so much more than he preached. But his calling was, was defined and he stayed with it. So I have a calling. You have a calling. We're, we got different callings. Mine's not better than yours. Pastors isn't better than mine. It's just different. And there's a grace for every calling. And then there's a call. There's a demand on you to, that every day you've got to get up and you've got to chip off some of that thing that's standing before you and you've got you to win. So uh, exponential living is living beyond natural law. It's, it's like, okay, everybody's doing natural law. They're going, they're, they're laying down their life on Monday morning and, and, uh, and picking it up on payday with little slips of green paper. You give you gave the boss eight hours and he gave you two hundred dollars or whatever. So there's a natural exchange. Well how 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 is that working? How's that working towards my God shall supply all my needs? Sounds kind of natural. Sounds kind of like this could mess up. If I quit showing up or quit, he's not gonna give any more little green pieces of paper. And it's going to be natural. So the Bible talks about living supernaturally. Say this with me. Point yourself and say, I am, I am a bona fide, bona fide, bona fide certified, certified water walker. Water walker. Now, you've got to put that in. You can't go by feelings. Do you feel spirit filled tonight? Do you feel righteous tonight? Do you feel I felt lower than the low when I told that girl, I don't know if there's any screws with this thing. Y'all may think that's picky, but if you can't get past that, if you're not convicted of that, what what else is he going to give you to do? I had failed, but I came back because I repented with tears. I got rid of that thing. Y'all got any stuff you need to get rid of? Well, you may. You may not think it's important, but it's, it's essential. It is the mainstay of your future to be clean and to be strong. You haven't got nothing else because I could show you a gazillion people that are living normal, natural lives. They're not happy. They don't have hope. They are sick. You know these people, and that's not who I want to be. Ecclesiastes 4.9 says, Two can accomplish more than twice than one. That's an exponential lifestyle. So we saw in, uh, uh, where is it, Deuteronomy 32, how could one chase a thousand and two... Put ten thousand to flight. Oh, that's an exponential lifestyle. Me, I can fend off a thousand, but what if ten thousand are coming? Right. So I need Elliot to come up and hook up with me and say, "I'm with you, Michael. I'm in there." We. I need Deborah Ann to say, "I'm with you, husband. I'm." And so ten thousand are coming. There's just two of us. We got it covered. That's an exponential life. How long does it take to recover from 9,000 running over you? Some people all their life. Some people never recover from a disaster, a crisis, a terrible thing. Losing a person in their life, prematurely, young, or whatever. It just devastates people. You see them on TV, I'll never get over this. Those words seal their fate. We just have to say, that was a mistake. I messed up. I let that go. But bless God, I'm getting up and putting on the Lord Jesus and we are marching through this thing. I got a long ways to go to run my race and finish my course. So there's a scripture in 2 Kings 2.9. Now listen to this. This is an exponential life. And, when it, and it came to pass when they were gone over that Elijah said to Elisha, he said, boy, <laughs> ask what I shall do for thee before I be taken away from thee. And Elisha said, I pray thee, let a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. Y'all remember that scripture? The man of God's fixing to go. So his assistant, he talked to him. He said, you got one shot at this. You better get it right. And he had a faith answer. I'm going to tell you tonight, the exponential man has a faith answer for every question that God asks. Let me tell you, when, when Jesus was there, Peter had an answer. He said, Lord, did that be the, you bid me come? That's the most important thing he could have said. Don't you all wish we could have said that yeah. at various times when we fumbled around and said, well, Lord, I just want to cope. I just want to just not be nervous anymore. I just want to pay my rent. No. You know, Solomon got asked that question. Ask me what you will, the Lord said. He said, I, I don't want wealth and I don't want honor I just want wisdom to rule your people. And God got back to the man, the king, and said, you know, because you asked that right, I'm going to give you that wisdom, but I'm going to give you glory and I'm going to give you long life. I'm going to do everything you didn't ask. That's an exponential life. Wealthiest man that ever lived on the land. Uh, So I have a faith answer. So point yourself with me and say, "Have have a faith answer. Always be full for when the Lord appears. It may not be him, likely it wouldn't, but somebody will come and say, uh, what can I do for you? Well, golly, I hadn't thought about that. You know, that ought not to be our life. We ought to be tuned in to the exponential. I'm believing God. I'm believing, not, not, you know, we need our new, we need new carpet in the back bedroom. That's not the answer, is it? I'm believing God for this. Would you agree with me? Would you hook, since you offered, would you hook up with me? If pastor called you and said, you've been on my heart, what is it that you need Jesus to do for your life? You need to not have a hymn in the hall. You need to have a ready answer. It worked every time in the Bible, and it won't fail you now. Amen. So, I love Ephesians 3.20. Let's talk about the exponential man there. Turn with me to Ephesians 3.20. This is the exponential man scripture. There are several. But we'll go there first, because this is wild-eyed. This, this, you can't even touch this with your head. Oh, you know, we might can do that and pull that off. You know, my God supplies all my needs. But, you know, really, me and Mama, we're doing pretty good. We're doing pretty good. And and they'll lay hands on the sick. Well, we don't, we don't take much, and we don't go much to the doctor. We're doing pretty good. Ah, but you can't touch this, Ephesians 3.20. Because what does it say? Read it with me. It's in verse 20. Verse 20, ready, read. Now unto him that is able to do how? Exceeding, abundantly, above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us, unto him be glory in the church. Amen. Now, you can't get your head around that. You can dissect that and you should. You ought you to run you a study of this because every one of those four words, exceeding, You know what that means, beyond the limits, abundantly. That means overflow in every direction. we got lots of scriptures that talk about how God does abundantly. Exceeding, abundantly, above, more than anybody's ever, and then all. The word ALL means all of the singular and all of the total. It's, it's, It's the word all. It means all the all. Well, it might mean this. You know that scripture that's in 2 Corinthians 8, 9 that says, For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might be made rich. Well, that's spiritual riches, brother. But if you look it up, it means stuff. (laughs) It means money. It means accounts. It means, yeah. So you can't mess with this and get away with it. Look it up. Exceeding. This is the exponential man. This is me. This is pastor. This is you. The potential's right there. But you need a church that'll stand with you cuz this stuff is hard to, to to get on the track. If you've been fed a bunch of doubt and unbelief all your religious life about. God wants you poor and healings just you, you never if you've been to any of that then it's hard to get on this track. But now that you're on the track Glory to God! We all found the truth. How are y'all here? You can trace this back, and it's a supernatural trail that you cannot say that was natural. Well, that was ordinary. That was regular. It was supernatural. How you got in this place, and this man became your pastor. Don't deny it, because you you just flat be like saying, "I don't know if it had screws or not." Just saying. You know, so exceeding, that's the exponential man. I get up in the morning and exceeding is waiting on me. Well, I didn't see no exceeding yesterday. Well, you was not looking for it. You was looking for regular and all the time. and But I'm looking for exceeding because I, I need it. The blueprint says, well, it's going to take exceeding. For my life, it's going to take exceeding. I've been called to something exceeding just like you. Abundantly. Above. And then you put that all on there. Everything. Every excuse. You know that old lie that says that those people, those little people, the ones that were in the boat, they have a, they have a problem for every solution. Y'all know those people? Don't ever let yourself slip where you make an excuse for not having exceeding. Abundantly. Above. All. You can ask, think, Imagine or meditate. It cannot be, it cannot be that it ever came into your thought process and God said, I did that. He wants to surprise you with his goodness and surprise you with his excessiveness. But we got the door shut. Slam that door shut. Ah, he's not getting in here. We're going to have ordinary. We want to have fun and that God thing ain't that fun. It's the funnest thing I ever did in my life. I'm telling you, when I have to go back to regular with anybody, because <laughs> you get used to this. Let me, let, me, let me give you just a little dab more. We're on the edge here already. Uh, the Amplified says now to him who is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly far over and above all that we dare ask or think infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. You can't get there in your mind. You've never even thought or seen what he has for you. You've never touched the hem of his garment concerning your future until you become the exponential man. Till you ask the Lord, can I go there? Can I get out of the boat and walk on the water like you? Can I do that, Lord? Can I do that? You know, this man thinks different. He thought different than the other 11. He dared to get out there. And Lord said, sure. It'll be, it'll change the kingdom. But the 11 boys that stayed in the boat, he just needed a little help. Obviously, he needed a little push. Y'all need a little push sometimes? I do. I need help. I get in the, you know, I don't want to tell you where I go. I don't go far, but I do. Veer off and think little. Well, I wonder if we could get a deal on that. Well, I wonder if we could afford that. I wonder if we could somehow... Shee-wala. So I have to call somebody. I, this is the one I call. And said, here's what I'm thinking. He said, shame on you. Bad, Pastor, bad. <laughs> so we straighten that all up and... Proverbs 28, 20, listen to this. Listen to this. You've heard it a hundred times, but listen to this. The exponential man, he's a faithful man shall abound with blessings. Well, I didn't get much out of church, but you were faithful. And your sorry attitude, I mean, your uh, 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 lackadaisical attitude may have been part of the cause. It may have been that pastor was spot on. I can hardly tell you how many times I've gone home over this 38 years. And uh and just, you know, shaking my head like, What was that? I studied, I prayed, I got it, and what was that? It flopped, it dropped, it just I couldn't pull it together. And uh my wife would she would hold up her hand. She'd give me this. I knew what that meant. Top five. Top five of everything you've ever preached. I had no clue. And then sometimes I'd go home with the with you know the the happy wag and say, I nailed it. I nailed that service. She said, oh, well, there's next week. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. You and I don't know. We need somebody to help us to have an exponential life. Yes. Ah, just me and Jesus. No, that's not in the Bible. It's not in the Bible. Okay. Proverbs 28, 20 says, A faithful man shall abound with blessings. Listen, y'all. This is important. I got to go on, but you can mess it up. You can do it wrong. You can be on the wrong track. But if you're faithful, everything's fine. It just goes around a little further and it goes down a little dip and it goes over a little hill, but it gets you where you were always supposed to be. Be faithful. Well, I'm real busy. That is the mantra of every American. It, it means nothing. I'm breathing. Yeah. I'm busy. Yeah. Well, I've got responsibilities, but someday when we get the kids raised and we get, you know, the farm paid off and we everything, we're all, let me tell you, I've been down that, and there's just a whole new set of things that come in that grab your money. It's called grandkids. It's called, it, there, there is no slack season. Everybody thinks if I just get the kids out of college, if I just get this bill paid off, it's gone. Nope, it's going to take faith at every stage of your life. And you won't have more when the bills get less because it was your faith that was bringing in the money, bringing in the time for those bills for that project. And when you don't have that project, you won't have that faith and it'll be just the same as it was. Trust me, that's the wisest thing I've told you tonight. You, you don't have a, a, a retirement future. Yay, amen. Well, it also, then it goes on and says, He that maketh haste to be rich shall not be innocent. What does that mean? So I looked up the word innocent. It means not cut off. So, he that maketh haste to be rich. In other words, he's busy all the time making money. Did I say that right? He shall not be cut off. He shall not not be cut off. In other words, dead in, Dead end. Hasting to make rich. Looks so good up here, but there's nothing about it that's exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think. Everybody's doing it, and nobody's doing it well. You you know, these young high schoolers and stuff, they see Michael Jordan and whoever else is out there, and they go, "Ah, I'm going to be one of him, and I'm going to make $20 Gosh, it's such a small percentage. It's just a disservice to them to let them spend their lives hoping for that when that's not where God's leading them. Say blueprint. blueprint. Say it again. Blueprint. blueprint. We have no plan but His plan. Our only plan is to find His plan. We have no other agenda except to find His plan because when we find His plan, there'll be a grace for His plan and life will be easy. Jesus said, my yoke is easy, my plan is easy, my blueprint is easy, and my burden is Pretty sure enough easy to get down the road. I want that. I've been down to the hoe all day and drag pipe around and work and then not have anything at the end of the week. I've been there more than I haven't. And, you know, well, when I get a better job and when I get my education and when we get junior out of school and all that, it, it makes no difference. It's faith that puts you over. Well, let me go on. i got to get there. Acts 8, 39. I'll just read it to you. I read it to you last time. I think when they were come out of the water, the spirit of the Lord caught uh, away Philip. Y'all remember this? Uh, he was baptized in the eunuch, got him, got him saved, and and it says uh, when they were come out of the water baptizing, the spirit of the Lord caught away Philip, that the eunuch saw him no more, caught Philip away, and he saw him no more, and he went on his way rejoicing. But Philip was found at Azotus, and he preached in all the cities. Now that's the exponential man. Well, I had to drive down to Mobile today. Boy, how long did that take? Well, it took all day. By the time we tooled up, fueled up, and, and put it together, and ate on the it took all day. What if you would got there in 20 minutes? Well, I'd have had all day. Well, that's crazy. That's not possible. Exceeding, abundantly, above all you can ask, think, imagine, or meditate. Let the Word come in and say, not only is it possible, it's in the word. You don't even have to have a Jesus word that says, come. This one is real. Oh, I love that. The word uh, catch away is the same word we use for rapture. It's to seize, to catch away, to take by force. I want that. But you've got to be busy doing the things of the kingdom. Let's go on. Romans 8. Let's turn to Romans. You got, y'all got time for Romans? Oh, we're bearing down. That is the fastest clock. I tell you, it's got two AAA batteries in it. <laughs> they do that on purpose when I come. <laughs> so Elliot, juice it. Okay, chapter 8. You know this. We're talking about what to do to have an exponential life. Say, I want it. I want it. Oh, come on. I want it. I want it. I want. I don't want to go to heaven. And the Lord said, oh, that was okay. It was average. It was okay. Some places it wasn't even average. I got Baptists got more zip than y'all in this area, and I got Methodists. They're they're they are plowing the corn over here. So with the Holy Ghost and all your gifts and all the tongues, prayers, everything, hmm, it's okay. You know that'd be the scariest thing you can think about, because to whom much is given." and we didn't bring nothing. He says in Romans chapter 8 verse 26, he said, uh, likewise the spirit also helpeth our infirmities. You look in other versions, it means weaknesses. And it does. Uh for we know not what we should pray for as we ought. Well now that's a that's a regular man. That's a natural man. You get up in the morning and your day has got 40 hours worth of stuff in it and you've just got 12 till supper time or whatever. And you say, what should we do first? What should we, how should we, where? Well, let's just throw our stuff on this particular end and we'll see how it goes. Ah, the word says that the exponential man, that uh, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to what? To the blueprint. According to your blueprint, not according to you know Doctor Doodad over in China that's got a clinic. He's he's talking to Matt. He's talking to 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 Kristen. He's talking to us about us yeah. saying go here. But but wow. then he says then he says oh verse twenty eight and we know that all things work together exponential. We know that all things work together for good for those that love God and are the called according to his blueprint. Lord, I'm not trying to do Brother Doo's job or ministry or whatever. I have downloaded what you have for me, Michael Ray, and I am on it. It looks like a little toe stuff, but what do I care? Everybody needs a little toe, so I'm... You know, I'd like to be the head or the, you know, the eyes or something's important, the mouth. But, you know, I'm happy with little toaster. Just let me go feed the hungry. God. He said, if you'll pray in the Holy Ghost, you'll be an exponential man. Did you hear me? Oh, it's hard to be an exponential man. You got to groan and suffer and carry on. No, nope, just pray in the Holy Ghost. What are you doing listening to that station all day long in your radio anyway? That station, that doodle-doodle-doo station. Okay. We will. Okay. Okay. So praying in tongues reveals the exponential. Say do it. it. Come on. Do Do it. I can do that. Some things I cannot do. I cannot cross every mountain and swim every sea, but I'm praying in tongues. I can stay up with anybody. It says in Malachi, y'all know what Malachi talks about the exponential man. You got regular money, you got a regular job, you got regular needs, you got regular bills, you got regular hopes and dreams. We'd like to have a little camper over there on the lake. We'd like to have a little boat and reel in some little fish. He said, ah, you can't do that. You'll have to make payments. And they say the happiest day in a man's life is the day he buys a boat and when he sells a boat. (laughs) Two happy days. But if you if if you bring your tithe into the storehouse, exponential man, he will open those windows of heaven and pour out, pour out, the exponential God pours out the exponential supply, so so much so that you can't even really see where to manage it. You just gotta let some go by. That's an exponential man. It says in uh, Matthew 22. Y'all turn there.
0: <laughs>
1: ah, y'all would stay with me till 8.04, I bet you, bet you, bet you, because I got something here that's going to wind your clock. Now, I got this scripture Sunday. I preached this part Sunday, and uh, I don't know if it went well or not. Uh, we'll see you next Sunday. <laughs> 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 <Woo>. <laughs> yes, sir. Twenty-two uh, fourteen. Jesus is talking along and just, you know, just dealing with stuff and you know, talking to him, and then out of the blue, or wherever it was, he said in verse 14, He said, By the way, right now I want you to know, for many are called, but few are chosen. That seems important. That seems like a kingdom principle to set the course of your life, that many are called. That's that's something to do with heaven. That's something to do with the God. That's something to do with me and the kingdom under God. I like God. I want God to like me. I, I want to work for him. I'm proud that he's done so much for me. But he said many are called. One version, I looked it up, it said in the TEV, many are invited, but few are chosen. And the Passion, y'all love the Passion version? It says, for everyone is invited to enter in, But few respond in excellence. Few respond in excellence. Lord, that put a little dent, that put a little spin on it that's not just like, okay, I showed up. What have you got for me? No, I showed up, Lord, I am I've been here for an hour, waiting for the for for duty. I'm in. That's a little different. He said, Many are called, but few are chosen. Why are we not chosen? Chosen for The special and the precious and the worthy things of God. Y'all know he's got some things? Look in the Bible. There's precious things in here that people experienced that we go, whoa, that's... If only we could. We can. The Virgin Mary was just tripping. She was just moving through. And all of a sudden, she was chosen. Amazing. Well, we're not chosen, I believe, because we're not qualified. I believe we're not chosen because we're not proven. The Word talks about proving yourself, proving your faith. And we're not chosen because we're not in agreement. We're not in agreement with, maybe with God. Well, I don't believe that stuff. I don't believe that tongue stuff. I don't believe that healing business. I don't believe God wants anybody to be rich. He just wants to give it to everybody the same. And he's, you know, and just go on and on and on. You're not in agreement. You, 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 you're called, but you're not going to be chosen. When they get the Navy SEALs going, they put a 100 of the very best there is, and they line them up, and they say, boys, it's fixing to be hell week. It's fixing to be tough. You're going, you've never had a week like you're going to have however well, long to go. And when it's done, 97 of them have rung out, going to the house. They're the best there is. They're still above everybody in the world except for those three. Ah, do you think it's different in the kingdom? Do you think God's just saying I'm looking for a few good men? Everybody else can just go, you know, work at the variety store. I think he's called all of us. He invested, he found me and supernaturally found a way to get this Baptist boy filled with the Holy Ghost. And then I was in love with farming. I farmed for 10 years, would have farmed for a hundred. But he came on me. My little brother farms. My little brother was farming after me. He's a multimillionaire farming. I'm smarter than him. I'm prettier than him. I'm taller than Well, I'm not taller than him. <laughs> but anyway, I, there's no reason why I shouldn't be a multimillionaire. But Jesus captured me. He put his plan in me and said, I want this. Will you choose me? I, I never hesitated. I left it all. I mean, I dropped it. I, like the fishermen left their boats and the nets, I walked away. Made my father so mad because he was well, you know that story. So uh, you know, here's what the Lord told me about uh, people that many are called and few are chosen. Because I don't want to be left out. You you might say uh, pretty lackadaisically, "Well, I'm I'm doing real good. I'm better than these folks down the street and down better than my kin folks. So I'm sure I'm chosen." Really, what is the call on your life? Articulate that for me and. 30 words in 10 minutes. Tell me what he's, the blueprint on your life is. What are you called to do? What is the now part of your life that you know Jesus is saying, give me 20? If you can't do that, then you're just floating along. you start the car. <laughs> Here's what he told me about that. He said, they require more than my word to believe my plan. Because it's in the book. Forsake not the assembling yourselves together. Love your pastor. Help your pastor. Help your fellow man. Find your minister. Get the gifts of the Spirit. He said, when you come together, one of you has a tongue. One of you has a prophecy. One of you has... One of you has... When, all of you. All, we all have something. Well, the gifts of the Spirit are for the pastor. Really? You know that's not right. He wrote the book to Corinthians where the gifts of the Spirit are, but in verse chapter 3 he said, you are acting like children, mere men, mere men. And then he gave them the revelation of the gifts of the Spirit. I'd say we were all called to operate in the gifts of the Spirit. I think they're required. They're like, I came to fix your car. Well, where's your toolbox? Ah, I got good fingers. No, you need a wrench. (laughs) Well, we need a wrench, y'all. We need some tools to fix this. That's the gifts of the Spirit. (sighs) I got to get you healed. How am I going to do that? Well, we'll watch a video. No, we're not going to watch a video. We're going to get you healed right now. So so he told me that they, they require more than my word to believe my plan. In other words, they can't just say, well, it's in the Bible, but that doesn't... They want it wrote on the wall. They want Jesus to come through the room. They want a prophet to say, thus saith God, you been, you should go to Nigeria. You should go to Nepal. You should whatever. And then we just think about it. Require more than my word to obey my call. And it was stout on me. So I said, I'll deliver that. Start the car again. <laughs> Amen. So most of the body of Christ will not be trained without a detailed assignment in advance. Tell me what this is going to do for me. This is like me in calculus class. I don't need calculus where I'm going. We are dropping this class in the morning. (laughs) Because this man and me are not in sync. So I I took a different class, like world geography or something, you know, because I wanted to graduate. <laughs> and here's here's the thing he told me. We're, they will not be trained without a detailed assignment, but then he said, I want to train everyone for every assignment. I've had some people in my church over the years. They just did it all. They were in children's church for a season, and we said, oh, we got to have you over here in, in uh, the sound booth because he, he's sure, just... And they twirl the dials, and then they go back to the nursery. And they, and when you get through, they they've been on the soul winning team. They've been in the choir. Help me, Jesus. They've been everywhere. And when you get out, they get out. They're ready for anything. You just say, "We got a problem." We'll send him. Do y'all think that sounds like the kingdom of God, where Jesus is in charge, and that he's he's well aware of the needs and the and the apportionment of the saints, his gifts, and his callings you think he's organized? Do you think he has a command of his kingdom and he knows where things should be to do what he wants? it? Because he's got this end date of when he comes and we're all going to be out of here and it's not going to change. It's the same whether you like it or believe it or are ready for it. It's not like when he gets ready, he's going to come. It's already set. That date's already set. It could be in the morning. Could you make out my check tonight? <laughs> I'm not getting a check, but I just... Let that go. Praise God. <laughs> now, I say this all the time. The untrained man, it takes all of his life to live his life. There's nothing left over. It takes all of his life. Well, I got kids and I got grass to cut and I got bills to pay and I got we got this and got that. And we need to get, we need a vacation. And we need it takes all of his life to live his life. You know, it's not supposed to be that way. Back to that thing. They require more than my word to believe that my plan for them. So, two is better than one. Now, I'm not here to puff pastor. Y'all know. Y'all, y'all know the drill. But don't get slack. No. You need your pastor. Oh, well, I got one. Yeah, I got him. He, yeah, what's his middle name? I don't know. I don't, when's his birthday? I don't know. What does he like? Does he like spaghetti? I, I don't know. Oh, you don't have a pastor. You just have a 911. That's not the kind. that's you don't want nine one one living with you. So two is better than one. I'm going to lay hands on you this evening, just real quick. I'm at, I'm past time, but he said I could go longer if everybody was laying on the floor. So I'm going to try to get everybody laying on the floor. I jest too much, but uh, I see the keyboardist has already gone home. Can I just have y'all come up here and just walk by and just, I, I got this from the Lord. So he's He's interested in, in his power coming into you. We'll just see what happens. Matt, come up here and help me get started. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Right here, right here, right here, right here. I want you, I want you. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, exponential man, I call you out. I call you out. I call you out, exponential man. A rapid increase, rapid growth, a rapid rising in your life. Now, I call you out, exponential man. In Jesus' name, doors opening. Doors opening. Doors opening wide. Look for the door. In Jesus' name. All right, brother, come up here. We got to move it. In Jesus' name, I call that exponential man out of you. You're aware. You're aware. Say, I'm aware. I'm aware. You're aware of the things of the kingdom, a new acuteness, a sensitivity. You are aware. You are not dull. You are not dull. You are aware. He will visit you in his word. He will visit you. And you must be Ready. For the appointed time, in Jesus'
0: name.
1: Praise God. You want this more than you want to breathe. You just got so much. And negotiation is just, it's just a challenge. So the Lord is putting a new sifter in you. And what he likes, you're going to like. And it'll be easy. And there'll be no guilt. And there'll be no guilt because you'll say, this is what the Lord wants. You'll be honest about it. You'll be like I was. there. I don't know if there's any screws. Sure I did. And you know. The easy, the easy yoke, the unweighted burden on you now, on you now. On your plan from heaven is downloading now, and you will never veer from it again in Jesus' name. That's a good word, brother. Amen. Come here, Bill. C. You are a bright light to so many, and you don't even know your light is on. And I command the bright light to be brighter still in Jesus name the path is narrow but the way is straight and you will go down that path and it will be glorious you've never seen or heard what God has planned for you, it's it's above what you've asked or thought, you've been faithful you are the faithful man but I'm telling you, it's increasing your life now money is the last thing you're going to be thinking about Amen, amen. Oh, can I pray for you? <laughs> you don't need, you don't need. You've got. But well, we're gonna we're gonna throw gas on this fire in Jesus' name. No, we. Now, right now, we're not gonna be frustrated. Or put out about others that don't follow the plan. We're going to completely just say, "But I can follow it." It's up to them. It's up to them. It's them and their savior to follow the will of God. Well, they're supposed to help you, and there's sp- there's help, and you must do it like God said. Do it. You already have the plan. You, but you, it seems like to me. Pardon me if I'm wrong, but that you kind of veered off a little bit and said well we just have to do it this way even though, even though no, come back, come back in Jesus name come back to the original blueprint, that's all he's requiring of you, but he is requiring it of you, and you will see fruit on every land, in Jesus name I command finances this woman is funded beyond what she could think or ask or imagine Funding, I see funding on you. I see, I see stuff falling in your lap as you administrated going out. You don't even think about it for yourself. These hands, fiery hands, fiery hands, gifts, gifts in these hands. You be liberal with these hands. You be liberal to lay these hands, and you'll see everything Jesus has appointed you to. Amen. Jesus. Woohoo! Jesus. Yay! 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 Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Mmm, Jesus. Isn't he wonderful?
0: Yes, he is.
1: Hallelujah. You are just brand, you're just fresh and brand new. There's a fragrance when you walked up in the Holy Ghost. You're right, sister. You're right. Hallelujah. Lord, I ask you to fill her with the knowledge of your will. Lord, make the blueprint. She won't walk, these are the last days. You won't walk one step out of step. All of us in here, most of us have had to backtrack. We blew it. But you're going to get it right the first time. Jesus, be real to her. Let her have a hunger, salt her oats, Lord, where she just says, I got to have more of Him. I thank you, Lord, for her using her in a supernatural way. In Jesus' name. Amen. Blessing, blessing, blessing on you. Amen. Amen. I'm past my time limit. So get between you and me. (laughs) Between him and me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know that faithful man scripture rises up. Faithful man. Abound. See that word's right there. A faithful man. Well that's old testament. But there's a hundred ways it's proven out and said. He said, if you'll be faithful over a few things, Jesus said, I'll make you master, ruler, and administrator over much. You're not much interested or haven't been much interested in these things. You want to do your part, do it well, do it, and then go on. And it's worked. But there's a there's a blueprint. You, you know, the blueprint when they pull them out on the on the on the job site. There's more than one page. They pull back that second page and said, oh, we got to do the plumbing too, not just the electrical. Lord, I thank you for imparting into him a new understanding of what the will of God is for his life. And Lord, make an administrator out of him so he knows what the will of God is for others. I don't know how that could play, but I hear that. In Jesus' name, increase, increase his storehouse. In Jesus' name, increase his storehouse. Fund this man according to the call. Habrahedabasi, instead of according to even his own desires. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Does that bear witness? Did you get anything out?
0: Okay, okay, we're going to do it. Now, who are you? Ralph.
1: Bertram, a bunch. So, Ralph, Ralph, ah, the man of God, Ralph. The man that was in the fiery furnace. Been through old Billy, as we say. Have you been through old Billy? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean this this. Right? Old Billy, that's hell. Well, the word says they didn't even have the smell of smoke. Lord, I, we, we take off the singes and the smell of smoke from old Billy, from the devil, from the... The lie, the curse, the, the mean, the mean, the mean, the mean, and we put on, we put on the tabrashi, the freshness of a new man that rose up, just just and got just got, just got what he got, and he just can't be stopped. I speak unto you, sir, a new vigor, a new strength, a new a new thinking process, a way to think. Or you've thought like, well, this is my love. This is how it goes. This is what I'm I'm just better get used to it. I break that off of you in Jesus' name. And I put on the (laughs) the exponential man. (laughs) I put on the exponential man. Where Daniel said, I'll go down in the lion's den, but I'm not going to bow my knee. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mm -hmm. Now, new boldness, new strength in you going to surprise a lot of people they're going to say who's that he looks just like Ralph Amen 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 Amen, Amen. Yes. Praise God Miss yes. Meg Praise God what a privilege it is to pray for you A lot's been under the bridge a lot's been under the bridge. Wow, that was a long bridge. But he delivered you out of all the trouble. And now he's got a, a stake in you, a, 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 a backbone of iron that said, I took it. I didn't like it. I hated it. I'm mad. I'm mad as thunder. And I'm not. I'm just mad at everybody and everything, even God a little bit maybe. We, we know better, but we're just like, if I could. And I'm telling you, in all that storm, in all that, the storm is over. The storm is over. And everything, because you're still standing. Girl, you're still standing. You're still standing. You're still standing. And you you may have your fist up saying, I ain't taking it no more. You're going to throw that thing back at the devil. In Jesus' name, I release a grace into you, my sister. And not only are you not going to take it no more, you're going to throw it back. And it's going to cost the devil to mess with Meg. Hallelujah. And I'm telling you, you're going to be the head and not the tail. You're over and not beneath. And things are happening. Your prayers, now they hadn't been long and they hadn't been uh, religious. They've just been, God, you better get me out of this. And he said, I sure will. And I'm telling you, help has come. Not coming. It has come. It's showing up right now in Jesus' name. So I, I speak into you a new temperament. A new long suffering, a new way of dealing with things that uh, you never had before. And you're not going to just be sweet. You're going to get things done. Praise God. Bless her, Lord. Bless her, Lord, in Jesus' name. You got anything that needs healing in your body? You're good? Well, yeah. All right. Well, we'll give it to somebody else. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) Start the clock now. What makes you special, little sister, is that you've seen the blueprint and you said, I'll just go by the little glimpse I got. I go by what I see, what I think I heard, what what I feel. I'm just going to run with it until he shows me better or different. And God likes that. And he has endued you with something special that is rare it is rare the frankincense and myrrh how precious it was but I'm telling you what he's got in you is rare and it's because of you it's because you said yes and now you're going to say yes again I declare and say unto you there's a kickover a kickover like the second lap of a relay there's a kickover where you got the baton and girl you're going to run with this baton and nobody has seen anybody run like you and the desires of your heart are at hand in Jesus' name in Jesus' name now you lay hands on the sick with these you lay hands on those that are poor you lay hands on those that are discouraged and disappointed you lay hands on everything you can and you will change their lives in Jesus' name, amen woohoo Ah. Get the big boy here. Hallelujah. So So sati Monday. bomba Do she. shake it off. Elliot, shake it off. 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 No more, little man. Shake it off. I know you're big on the outside. I know you're strong in word. I know you're strong, strong in temperament, but there's something in there that's gnawing, gnawing, gnawing. It says, not quite. Not you and not quite. I tell you, it's a lie, a lie, a lie. So we shake it off today. We shake it off tonight. We shake it off. Shake it off. Shake it off. There you go. We shake it off. I shake it off with you and everything that's shallow, that's reticent, that hesitates, that holds back, that says someday I'll know enough to step out. You're ready right now. Be strong and have a good courage, the Lord says. Be bold, be bold, be bold. In Jesus' name. That's all you need. That's all you need. You. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. My little sister, I love you so much. And I'm Uta Beda Sida Bahaso. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. Ifragada Bushidida Banda now, you open your mouth with me. There you go. Eat and let it flow. It's out of your innermost being. So it just... It's easy. It's the it's... Heaven has come in and replaced things and put things in. I call you blessed. Every door open, every door open, every door open. If there's a door in the area... It's swinging. In Jesus' name. Amen. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. And He has a plan for you. Amen. Amen. Woo-hoo. God baptized in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Debrege de bosa bahana munza de breche de de beset de I will open the land unto you. Not this place alone. I will open up the territories unto you. And influence is in you, and I will use you to bring my plan to pass. Alabama will flourish. Alabama will rise up because the man of God said yes. And I loose new graces into you you will come behind no man. You will come behind no man. It will be as you say. I will back what you say. I will do it your way, saith the Lord. Yea. Yea. Strengthen her by your might in her inner man, I pray, Lord. I mean a real strength. This mama is carrying this whole church and others and more and hutebedeshi. Nothing wrong. That's been good. But I'm utebesi. I see that the Lord is increasing your capacity. Capacity. We will not frazzle out. Not one more time. We will say no when no is the word to say. We will say sure when yes is right. And we'll know the difference. And there will be a strength for everyone that comes under your wing in Jesus' name. And you'll have your own income. You'll have your own money. You'll have your own funding, saith the Lord. You stand alone in that. Hallelujah. Now that was a good word. Amen. Amen. Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for letting me come.
0: We're going to take a 10-minute intercession. <laughs> and Then we're going to come back and... Get tonight's message.
1: Get the message.
0: Wow. Let, let, let me go as fast as I can. I'm bonafide and I'm certified and I'm a water walker. How about you? Right? Is that who you are? Are you that exponential man or woman? Huh? So if I got a flow in, I can get, have a flow out, right? Uh, so little face stuff's not on the order of the day, is it? Because Jesus has a high mark. He has a high demand on us. This is what happens when you take notes. Because you think you're just going to go off and remember all that. Don't ever sit under a teacher without. Here's what happened. I didn't know it till I knew it. Sunday, uh, unbeknown to me, at the end of the service, now and, and and when this happens, I usually go home and just beat myself up for about half a day of just making a little ten, fifteen minute like, what are we doing on Wednesday? That there was nothing in my plan to do that. Then I go home and think, Well, you know, what what was that about? You know. Well, you know, you're you're adults and we're all adults, so what adult wants to Speak to another adult in what could be a sound a little bit confrontational. We could say it in a laughing manner, but really, but that's not really what it was. What the Spirit of the Lord said to me about thirty minutes ago. So what happened was, and 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 you ended up with the verse over in Matthew twenty-two. He said, "Many have called, many were called, but few out of that could be chosen." And it really said a good, the passion that you gave. Everyone's invited to enter in but few respond in excellence. And uh, I was reminded of uh, an old, uh, if you like me, you've, I don't really watch Andy Griff that much anymore because I've, I've saw er, every episode through the year so many times, I know what they're going to say before they say it. And when you're to that place, I'm not interested much anymore. But it's a, it was a great show, wasn't it? But Barney had a love for dogs, and if you remember one time, he brought a bunch of dogs into the courthouse. And Barney was going to show how he could make one tickle dog, I mean, the dog, and he's going to be like the patrol dog. And Andy said, how are you going to get him to come? Well, Barney had a little whistle. And Barney would blow, the, <laughs> blow that whistle, and that dog or the dogs would come and because they could hear that high-frequency sound that only an animal could hear. And they'd come like nobody's business, and they'd jump up on him. and Barney's on the ground, and Andy's on the ground, and hears the dogs everywhere. And whenever the saw that show... The Lord said, "I blew my whistle Sunday, and those who had ears to hear heard." He said, "And before you know it, to my me, he said I had already lined up in someone's heart to come speak a word to the very ones I called to." He said, "The same word that went out to everyone." He says, "Some heeded, some did not." Well, that it, it's always worked that way. So you're not here by hamsters. This is not me, you know, getting out the crowbar and saying, mm, you know, you need to straighten up. Hmm. You're here by divine appointment. They're here by divine appointment. You understand? You know, I, I've been over a few times, and we, we help, and he's helped, and I've helped, and all that, but that's not what this is about. That is not what this is about. I told him yesterday, I said, you've, had a, you've moved to church, and, and uh, you need to be off. You start back next week, and he says, no, I, I got a word. And I knew in my heart he had a word. So I swallowed my little bit of pride and said, well, come on. Well, oh, I'm glad I did. Woo, I'm glad I did. So the Lord blew his whistle tonight, night. And see, you know that little whistle. I don't know what they call it other than the whistle, but it's not made for the human ear. So the Lord has a sound and you heard it. A frequency went out and you picked up on it and you heard it and you came for it. And when you did, he'd already met you on this side. You heard it and you got out of the boat. Now, if I was you, I don't know how you're going to do this. I've always been amazed. You and I have talked about this for years. People who come to a church where there's a, a word, but even beyond that, a prophetical word, and people never ask for the CD or they never say, well, how can I get the SoundCloud? You ain't got to buy a CD. You can get it for nothing. Well, I guess, is that part taped also, the whole thing? You need to know what was said to you. You need to know what was said to you. You need to be able to apply faith to that and say, you know, if, if God blew the whistle and did all that he did and interrupted Sunday and Pastor went home and beat himself up for three hours and put it in Pastor Bill's heart and, you know, come over and drive 140 miles on Wednesday night, and I need to hear what the Lord said to me. I need to know it tonight. I need to know it next week. I need to know it the next week because I got good in my path. And I'm going to put my faith in here, and I'm going, to plant, I'm going to plant this right here with that word, and I'm going to have me a huge old harvest on the thing. Because
1: yes, yes, you're
0: qualified. Bonafide, certified, water walker. Right? So what happened was the eyes of the Lord, they're running to and fro. He said he's looking for someone. Whose heart is perfectly matured towards Him? He's just looking whose hearts toward Him. He's not looking for perfect people because he won't find anyone. But in your hearts, you are right. We're just being made perfect by Him. All right. Anyway, I, I, I got to stop. Wow! 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 Uh, you know, the, you know the difference between hearing from the God and? This is what our this concludes our evening night Bible study of, of the book of whatever. That's not what we did here tonight. Heaven had business and we conducted it. So I'm, I'm trying. To, I'm not trying to keep it. I'm just trying to say you you need to know heaven orchestrated all this stuff on purpose and brought everyone together. And you, you, you know when all this was put together today? Yeah. So. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, God, for people who are here on every side. Well, let's see, here's something I preached. We could do this now if you want to. No, that's Christmas. Yeah, we'll we'll wait till December on that one. <laughs> it said until your child was born. That's we we can wait on that just a little bit <laughs> since he's already born. <clears throat> well, let's receive the offer. Here's what we're gonna do. Now Here's what we're gonna do. Now, now, here's what we're gonna do. I'm the pastor. I do what I want to. Some of you, this is your tithe night, so so tithe. But anything that's not a tithe, I want. Uh, then we're gonna sow and sin because I, I I want I want to invest in this tonight. I want to invest in this because I understand the the origin of the supernatural that of what it was spoken, and I want to give you the opportunity to do that. So. I know you didn't even know no one was coming tonight, so I'm just saying. That, so just do what you was gonna do, and if it's not not your tithe, not don't put all your tithe there because I can do that in the office. You know, <laughs> I know how to take over here and put over here. So you know. So whatever you was gonna give tonight, or whatever's in your heart to give, whatever you feel like you you want to do, then just just do. And whatever's not tithe, we want to. Do that and add to it. I want to. I want to invest in this message tonight. I'm not paying you for preaching, and that'd be great too. But I want to invest in this. This is the last service of the month, and we're going to start in September. So good, so right, so wonderful, so glorious. That is next month, right? September. Yeah. Hmm. Because if the Lord can orchestrate all that from Sunday to the night and, and, and bring some of you here, that He's blowing some other whistles. That means, he, like Michelle, I, I heard a lot of. I heard your word. The Lord's blowing whistles all around you, huh? But there's people who's going to hear that. They're going to hear the sound. They have, they have an ear. They have ears to hear, and they are going to hear the frequency, and they're going to come. As you're making that, just show how it works. Y'all remember Randy Green? Three of y'all, four of y'all. he he's a minister of the gospel, lives in Gaston. He came here. He preached him and his wife, and uh, he was telling us of the testimony when he got here of how he was uh, bid a job. He was he wasn't the the lowest bidder, but he got the job and got a bunch of jacks to pay. Him. Remember that? Yeah. So he worked down this way, brought his camper to my house. It's still there. Now watch here. So he came down, he did Valley, did Clanton, and he still had uh, one or two more Then he has one in Selma to do. So in the middle of this, see if it sounds like your life. So his, his son's been wanting a, a job in Midland, Texas, for a long time, but never came through. So after about halfway through this contract, Midland calls and says, we're hiring. So, but this son is the business. And Randy's more the on the job and off the job and formerly running errands. So his best help, who ran, who ran the job, is gone. This' has been as people relate to this just a little bit. <laughs> so he's gone. So he called me the next day. He says, uh, When my son's gone, he told me about this. And I said, All that. He said, Everything's going to be fine. I said, Sure it is. And then he said, uh, <clears throat> he said Well, he says, So uh, I have become my best help. I said, I get that too. Well, he said, so the Lord's going to provide this. They said, let's just pray about this now. So when Randy was down here, I thought when he was doing of Valley and doing Clarence, I said, well, well, you're going to be here through the week. Can you, will y'all you be off at night and just come on church with us? Or I'll let you do Wednesday. Night. He said, oh, no, I can't do that. I said, why? He said, I got I to get back to Gaston. I said, you do? He said, it's, yeah, we have Wednesday services. He said, I got to support my church and my pastor, I got to have the word. And one of the help said, I don't know why he does that. And he shouldn't have said that for Randy. He said, I don't know why he does that, because if he would just stay, we only have half a day. And then he would, he said, if he leaves, we're not going to get through, so he'll have to go 100 miles back home to go to a Wednesday night service. He could get it on tape. And then he's going to drive back tomorrow 100 more miles and work three hours and then go drive back. See what I'm saying? Can you see, you think differently? Now, watch here. Here's what happened. See if it sounds like your life of things that happen sometimes. So, here's a man who made a decision. The whistle blew. He, he, he made a decision. He made a call. He, he never rethinks it. He never rethinks it. So, he doesn't have to wonder what he's going to do, son your ways. That's already said in stuff. It's like concrete, and the concrete's already said. It's not about the attendance, it's, it, 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 it's, it, it's the hard issue. It's, it, it's kingdom. It, it, it's bigger than attendance. It's bigger than I need you here or, or anything like that. So he, so he, uh, he's painting a store, and Ronald, your, see, son Michael, y'all know Michael, he works for Randy. So now it's just the two of them. They're painting a the store, and a guy walks out. He's a Hispanic guy. Turns out he's about thirty-five years old. Speaks pretty good English, and he says, "Are you hiring?" And he says, well, maybe. He said, well, let's talk. So he hires him. This guy has painted some for a few months. And sometimes Hispanic folks are good workers. <laughs> and so he, he hired him. This guy has five kids, so he's real motivated. He, w- he wants work. Randy said, it took us four days to turn the jacks out. We're doing them in two and a half days. But then Randy had a situation. So last Monday, he's got this guy who would think you have ten years experience. He said, I can turn the job over to him. So he goes, does the job and falls off a of ladder off of off of a roof. And Randy does and breaks his ankle or some bones in there and severs an artery. He's out in the country, he said, I couldn't call the ambulance because I, I live here and I don't even know how to tell him how to get here. <laughs> He said, my phone's in the truck, but I took my son with me. It was the first time he's ever been with me. And Alec, he was here, real small. So they tried to get him to the car. Don't you? And the artery wouldn't stop bleeding. And this was, you know, when the artery severed, <laughs> this is not a scratch. So he spoke to the artery, and the artery dried up, Boom! like that. It stopped way out in the country. So they'd done surgery and probably done some Pins and rods, I don't know about that, but they you know, had set some things and said, you can't work for six weeks. Here, here's a man who automated his decision. And I, so I called him day. I said, is this guy still with you? He said, oh, yeah. He said, He's I said, how long has he been working with you? He said, five weeks. He said, he, he runs my company. He said, not only can you paint, he loves it. He's good. He's gifted to do it. And I said, how did you find him? He says, I just told the Lord, I have need. My son's gone. I have need of help. And we just went and did our work. And the man was out of Jack's eating breakfast and said, are you hiring? Now, that's probably all coincidental, how all that worked. So he said, they painted two stores while I've been sitting at home because I can't move for six weeks.
1: Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus.
0: Now, would be better not to have the accident, but can you see God working in all that? Uh, on, on, on every end? So I just messed with him. I, I, I was gonna, I was playing. I said, well, oh, they can do without you Wednesday. I said, you just stay here. You can do our Bible study. He says, no, I can't do that. He says, I'll, we'll come some other time. He says, but he says, uh, sometimes I teach the youth and help. He says, but. He says our church is having church, and that's where I'll be. I said, so you're going to drive back 100 miles? Away? He said, I don't, I don't, I don't think about that. I, I don't ever think this, this is what we do. Then everything comes past that. Now, those of you who've hired people, how many of you hired people like I did in the past, and it didn't always work out that great? Can you see the Lord has a guy walk out of a uh, out of a restaurant eating a biscuit? who barely could speak English and could run your company for you five weeks later? <laughs> well, I mean, ask some of these business guys here, is that the norm? Is that how it works? No. guy said, he ain't running my company. <laughs> Nathan can see his business being over. <laughs> you have to call it Runs Incorporated. <laughs> oh, so God is good. He's got this thing from the beginning to the end. All right? You got it? so the call went out the whistle was blown everyone the whistle was blown Sunday everyone heard it and for many as was did and and, and and this was this was the word it wasn't the word I was to bring you you had the word and the Lord called ahead knowing that word and that's what I that's what I want us to invest into so just do what you was going to do anyway for church and, and I want to okay y'all ready oh we got to because it's almost 8 o'clock In the the name of Jesus, (laughs) in the name of Jesus, we were blessed when we came in. We're more blessed when we went out. We have exponential increase, growth all over, operating in our homes and our families and our children and our relationships and our business and our money. Things are getting paid off right now. People are becoming debt-free right now. Ideas, creative, innovative are coming to our minds. The Lord's orchestrating, uh, you're going to run into people and and just say, oh, well, I just never imagined I'd meet you there. It may be the post office. It may be going to pick up diapers. It may be taking out trash. Father, just thank you that you've orchestrated this whole thing. By faith now, we're walking this out. We're getting out of the boat. Ways have nothing to do with anything. We're getting out of the boat. Mm. Your directives to come out of the boat is empowered by your word. So now we can walk. We can walk on that word, and we, we do, and we, we, we go to the place, we go to the place of where it takes us because we got out of the boat. We could have stayed in. The majority already, already stays in. The majority stays home. They stay in. They say, oh, that's enough. I've done it. It's time now. But we got out of the boat because we got out of the boat. We asked for something bigger. We want to do things that haven't been done. We want to do the destiny. We want to walk it all the way out. Peter said, if you haven't received the end of your faith, keep walking. So we're doing all of it. We're having all of it. Angels, ministering spirits, here they are. They're with you. They're here right now. They've come to minister to and for you. We've got divine assistance helping us right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, here we go. Thank you, sir. Thank you all Mm -hmm. for coming and inconvenience yourself tonight to to help us. Amen. Now I'm going to go bless you all best I can. Jimerson, I'm going to take you all the way to Jack's, McDonald's, or Subway. I mean, there's nothing too good. And when when you look up and down, that means you, don't you even think about price. (laughs) You just go to the left side of the menu. We don't care. <laughs> Amen. Okay. Here's what we don't have in Jimison. We don't have traffic jams. We don't stand in line long, do we? And when you're, you know, when you're at the first light and say, I need to go to the courthouse, it doesn't matter because it's right before you get to the second light. <laughs> so is the grocery store, so is, so is the bank, so is everything else you need. It's between two lights. Lord's made it convenient. Amen. God bless you. See y'all next month.